Warning, this podcast is intended for adult audiences only. We discuss sex and sexual relationships in a frank and open manner. We are not marriage and family therapists or sex therapists, and the content provided is for informational and entertainment purposes only. If you are under the age of 18 or do not wish to hear explicit discussions about sex and sexual relationships or adult language, then you shouldn't listen any further. But if you are, well, grab your seat, grab a drink, sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of The Accidental Swingers. It's nice to feel that power come back again and... It- <laughs> wow yeah. yeah sorry it's okay <laughs> i'm done gurgling uh, are you sure i'm pretty sure you're not done gurgling we're marina and tristan a longtime married professional couple in our early 50s kids dogs cats vacations at disney world you know the whole nine yards But in 2018, we decided, after years of kind of talking about it, to live a non-monogamous lifestyle. But it wasn't that easy, was it? No, it wasn't. You see, we sort of accidentally started swinging. Yeah, we did. And we found our story so humorous and fun that we decided to record and chronicle our journey for ourselves so that we could go back and listen to our adventures. And boy, have we had some adventures. Yeah, we have. In the last few years, we've found that we really love this lifestyle that we've chosen. And it's not only strengthened our marriage, but it's also helped us to grow both as individuals and as a couple. And as we began to go back and listen to our recordings, we realized that others may really benefit from listening to and hearing about our mistakes and our very candid discussions about what we were going through and experiencing. We talk about and we laugh about. We laugh a lot. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, we do. We laugh about the mistakes that we've made, the crazy things that we've experienced, and the exciting things that have happened to us. But we also talk very openly and honestly about the tough times, the emotional landmines and pitfalls we had to navigate, some rougher than others. So we thought that we'd create this podcast so that others may gain some perspective or some insight and maybe even learn a lesson or two about what to do and what not to do in their own journeys. And basically, you'll join us on our journey in real time because we will include excerpts of our recordings. Some will be quick outtakes, others will be longer conversations about what we were going through or experiencing at that time. So grab a drink. Or settle into your seat if you're driving. Relax, sit back, and join us as we bumble our way through this adventure that we call The The Lifestyle. Lifestyle. Well, hey, everybody. Welcome. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Accidental Swingers. Oh, my God. It's episode 18, mm-hmm. finally. Finally. It should be episode like 50 by I now because right? it's taken us so long to get this yeah. episode recorded. We're so sorry. We've been very, very busy this so month. So busy. It's been a crazy, actually, it's been like a crazy six weeks. We yeah. were able to squeak out that last episode before all the chaos ensued. Mm-hmm. But it has been wild and crazy and um, work. And you guys, you're going to hear in our voices probably lose our voices at some point in time during this recording but we have such a limited window to get this podcast done that we, we just have had to power through yeah so sorry maybe maybe it'll sound sexy well you <laughs> except do have for that, i don't do you have that damian moore vibe going on which you know excites the fuck out of me I, so do i have it right now because i don't feel like i do oh you do oh do i yeah and i'm okay. looking at you and <laughs> yeah you do <laughs> really uh-huh. After a long day. It's been a long day. It has been a long day. But anyways, yeah, so so our voices are very, very raspy. And um, we, because we've been, well, part of the reason our voices are very raspy is that we spent the weekend at Caliente this mm-hmm. past weekend. We had it, a great couple of days. We did. It was the first time that we ever stayed on property. That's right. So, yeah, so we decided we would go, and we went, and Phoenix Fire and Crimson Dragonfly joined us. The four of us went, and um, we didn't really tell anybody that we were going. Like, it wasn't, uh, we didn't announce it. We had 
just a couple, I don't know, like a month or so ago before COVID, we knew we were getting our vaccinations and we decided to go ahead and plan Mm -hmm. our our trip. And it was kind of like a, let's experience it for ourselves Yeah, because we'd never stayed there. So we wanted to be able to go in incognito. That's right. Yes. Instead of the famous accidental swingers. (laughs) Which like nobody would know, anyways. But that's all right. right. There was there were air quotes that <laughs> yes, nobody saw. Yes, the famous <laughs> quote unquote. But we did want to go and check it out and be able to report back really what we thought, how it was, and we did actually. We spent a, the whole weekend there. It was really great. And then I had to leave, unfortunately, Sunday morning for my vanilla job. I had a project that I was hired to help out with, and so that project finally came to its culmination, I guess, in Orlando over this past week. So I was there and I'm like, I've talked to more people and walked more hallways and things in the last six days. And I felt like mm-hmm. I'd done, you know, in a year and a half. Right. And so well, my, yeah, and you literally have. Right. Yeah. Right. So my voice is super raspy and I'm super tired, but like I said, we have this window, so we're gonna mm-hmm. record. Now I don't have that excuse of actually having work-related or uh, you know voice issues. I, mine's just allergies. Yeah, they have that too. Yeah, that oh, too. Yeah, that partying that. really hard over the weekend. Well, and I'm still saying. not sure that I've recovered completely, and this is Thursday. Thursday, I know. Yeah, yeah. and so the weekend starts tomorrow. I know tomorrow, so I better get my shit together. <laughs> It reminds me of that Buffett song from the mid-70s. Like, if I don't die by Thursday, I'll be roaring Friday night. Oh, yes. Absolutely. What song was that? Uh, I forget, but I can hear it in my head. I know. I can. I, yeah. Oh, you know what? It's, it's um, yeah, my head hurts, my feet stink, and I don't love Jesus. Yes. Yeah. Yes. From Havana Daydreaming. Yes. Boy, that's yeah, that's going back in time there, babe. Well, you know, I'm a I'm an old Buffett aficionado. Oh, I know. And I prefer the old Buffett, the 70s Buffett. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, well, I'm a Florida boy. So, you're a parrot head. I am a parrot head. I know. Mm-hmm. I know. Well, we've had the pleasure of seeing him in concert. But anyways, we are so far off track. Yeah, already. So, we're only five minutes in. We're already, are we even five minutes yeah, in? Yeah, I know. We've already run far afield. <laughs> so we did that. We went to Caliente and it was a blast. And so, oh, so we recorded about our trip to Caliente mm-hmm. because we are getting ready to launch the after party. Mm-hmm. And the after party is bonus exclusive content that will be available for for listeners, if you guys would like to participate and donate to the cause of putting the podcast on, we would certainly appreciate it. We do this out of our own pocket. We would love to be able to do more and offer more and go places and give reviews and and meet you guys. Um, Helping us out by supporting the podcast would be an amazing way to do that. So one of the things we decided, though, that we believe very, very strongly that there should be a lot of extra value if someone's going to support you and your creation of your content and and things like that. So we decided that we would start recording again what's going on now when we go to these parties and events. Yeah, because on our podcast, we're going chronologically so that everybody can follow along in our journey. And so, as you know, in our podcast, we're only in at the end of 2018 and, and just tonight, starting into 2019. But we're doing stuff now that we, we think people might be interested in. Yeah. And probably people might be 
very interested in. Right. We've had some really, you know, hot and sexy experiences in the last month that we've recorded our after party episodes about. We've gone to a house party, we've gone to a dungeon, and then of course Caliente this past weekend. Mm-hmm. So we've recorded after party episodes about those three weekends. Right. That are available right now for our community members, but we're gonna make those available more broadly. Right. So there'll be information about that. Um you can check us out on social media or on our website if you're interested in hearing any of those things. We got some great additional stuff to be able also chances to be able to listen to some of our raw audio as Mm -hmm. we're going to go through and edit those for names and things like that but it'll basically be raw the raw audio as we were coming home in the car but it's going to take a while to get a little bit of those put together but we're going to edit those and add those to the library of content and Mm -hmm. things so if you have any interest in in hearing those things it's a fun way to share even more of ourselves with you guys and more of the experience so we went to the house party was the second thing that we did Mm -hmm. after we had our second COVID shot. We waited our, I think we waited three weeks just we did to, wait yeah, weeks, we yeah. waited three weeks just because. And the very first thing that we did, literally the day that our three weeks was up, was what did we do? Oh, we met Brian and Brenna from the Front Porch Swingers. That's right. We went and, and just had beers with them at a brewery in our near our house, uh, the Tampa Bay area. They're staying in our area for an extended period. And so we just reached out to them and said, you guys want to meet? And they said, sure. Right. It was really awesome. I happened to see on Instagram, uh, she had posted a picture and I said, they're yeah, they were like, in, they were in Clearwater Beach. Yeah. And like, we're, we're in the same area. We're in the Tampa Bay, Clearwater, St. Pete area. And so I reached out and said, hey, you guys are here and we live here and it'd be awesome to meet. And so they said, yeah. So it took, a, I think, a couple of weeks or so, but mm. then we finally caught up with them. And it was so much fun. We had yeah. such a great time. Yeah, we had an amazing time. And we met, as I mentioned, at a small microbrew in our area. And like three hours later, they're like, oh, shit. They, yeah, we got to go. They go to bed early. They get up at like five o'clock in the morning uh, or some crazy shit like that. And, and Marina and I go to bed at like two. Right. <laughs> and we, so... But the time just flew, and they're an amazing couple, and just we had a ton of fun. Yeah, we did. They're super, oh my super cool. We laughed so hard. Yeah, like the whole three hours was right. just laughing, and it was really interesting. We didn't really talk very much about. We talked a little bit about podcasting. Yeah, but not much. No, we talked about. And yeah, it, and it really, I don't know that we talked about the lifestyle all that much. I mean, maybe yeah, talked about our journeys yeah. into the lifestyle and things like yeah, that. But yeah, but we just talked about stuff. I mean, just just life in general. Yeah, you know, we have a lot in common with them. They're super cool. It was so fun. Yeah, they are super cool. I could probably. See it and talk with them for hours and yeah. hours and hours like the three hours we, we felt like we barely even brushed the surface right. so but also in that meeting we had so much fun we were very thrilled that they asked us if we would like to participate in an event that they're hosting in Secrets Hideaway I think it's called Secrets Hideaway yeah, Secrets it's, Hide- yeah it's outside mm-hmm. of Orlando it's in Kissimmee if you go online and look it up it's called Secrets Hideaway but anyways they and, uh, asked us to be part of their event called Pod Bash event mm-hmm. and so we went home and booked our room the next day for the event but guess what everybody if you want to be in the or if you're going to be in the orlando area or you want to come to florida in october this is an open event for anyone so you just have to stay at the um, secrets at secrets right which is a lifestyle resort yeah it's a lifestyle resort yeah it's it's full-on lifestyle yeah, resort it's, it's not a lifestyle friendly resort it is a lifestyle resort right right where yeah. caliente is lifestyle, lifestyle friendly. friendly yeah yeah and speaking of caliente we also met them there this oh, weekend that's right yeah because yes. we, when we had the, our beer meeting 
Brian and Brenna. Yeah, they had mentioned that they hadn't been to Caliente. And, and we said, well, we're going to be there in the first weekend in June. Why don't you guys come? Yeah. And so they, so did. they did. They came on Saturday just to enjoy the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I forgot. They were actually the only people we told That's we were right, going. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. But yeah, so they came and we got to sit and we stood and talked to them for uh, maybe maybe not even an hour right they had friends that were yeah, there and we, we, were we were there were with, with yeah with crimson and, and phoenix and yeah so. so and we were talking to our neighbors at, in our tiki yeah, we made a lot of friends really quickly in, in the cabana area yeah it was really fun everybody's really so fun. friendly at caliente i mean it's just I a wonderful place i will say one more remark about caliente and we talked about this is that because we hadn't been obviously in, in over a year and a half and people ask us all the time do you have to be the beautiful people to go to one of these resorts and we looked around, and I, no lie, every age, mm-hmm. every shape and size, every color, every gender, every mix, every match, every it was the full spectrum of everything, and everybody was wonderful. Yeah. That was yeah. the thing that was amazing. Like, there's no, I'm telling you, there's older folks that are not health conscious anymore. <laughs> Is it my most politically correct way yeah. to say it? And then that was very diplomatically said, dear. Thank you very much. And there are, you know, the twenty-three-year-olds that are very mm-hmm. fitness conscious, and everything in between. Yeah. And I mean, it was yeah. There are um, same-sex couples that are there as well. It's mm-hmm. just an open, welcoming, wonderful place, and it is truly clothing optional. Mm-hmm. There were people in full-on bathing suits with a cover-up, and then there were people that were completely naked. Yeah. And everything in between. Lots of women with their um, bathing suit bottoms on, but with their tops off. And no one... It's whatever you want to do. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's what we love about it. Yes. Now, we had never been during the day. Right. We have, and we've been there dozens and dozens of times at night to go to the club and go to the after parties and things. But we've never actually been during the day. And so, I was a little unsure about how it was going to go and whether I was going to be comfortable. Because right. I was full on nude, basically, the entire time I was there. And right. I, like really quickly, I was home. But I didn't know that until... I actually got there. Yeah. Um, but it was amaz- I was amazed at how quickly I assimilated and how comfortable I was. Right, because everybody's so welcoming. So yeah, it's it was it was really, really, really fun. And then of course we running into Brian and Brenna there telling that we were gonna be there and, and getting a chance to talk to them even more. So mm-hmm. we're super excited to be uh, doing some stuff with them and doing this event in October. So that ought to be really amazing. Absolutely. Oh and then also we are doing our very first live meet and greet. That's right. Here in downtown Tampa, June twenty fourth, twenty twenty one, from five ish to ten ish or whatever at Armature Works, um, and we'll put that out on social media. And this episode will launch, and you can hear that. But it'll be it's already out on social media, as a matter of fact. So if you want to come down, and you want to, if you're in the area and you want to come have a drink, come down to downtown Tampa and meet us. So we are so excited and looking forward to that as well. And we're going to do another one. Uh, I don't know if we're going to do one in July, and of course, then anybody in New Orleans will. Right. We're going to do a meet and greet in New Orleans, right. plus other things planned for New Orleans as well. So, oh my gosh, it. it we're talking about crazy busy. It's been crazy busy. And so, super excited to even get more crazy busy. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and our community has been growing. Mm-hmm. We've been we've had a couple of Zoom calls with folks that are interested in the community. And that's been a lot of fun because we really love connecting with our listeners. And that's a great way to do it. Right. 
And they're all connecting with each other too. Right. I mean, we all get in there every day and we chat and talk and, and we love doing the Zoom calls. We do I don't know, four or five a month, mm-hmm. depending on the group. We have the women's group is amazing. Cannot wait. So our women's meeting, our women's group meeting is the second Wednesday? I think so, yeah. Third Wednesday. I don't no. know because I'm not invited. I have, I, no, you I have are, no clue. You're banned, as a I, matter of exactly. fact. No, it's the third. I'm exiled. <laughs> it's the third Wednesday of the month. But some of the ladies were so excited that they logged on last night and it's only the second Wednesday. And they were, so I got messages like, Oh, dang it. <laughs> I was a week early for the women's group meeting. So that's always fun when you mm-hmm. are so excited to have the women's group meeting that you are premature by a week. Mm-hmm. So that's been a lot of fun too. Meeting, connecting with so many people in the world feels like it's definitely getting back to normal. Yeah, absolutely. Finally. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, and not just virtually now, which is nice because now we're actually meeting people in person again. Right. Which is so fun. That's what I said. That's why when I was in Orlando, I talked to more people than I'd talked to yeah, and over in person. Here. In person over here, yeah. It was really, really cool. But that's really kind of, that's our update, what's going on with us now. Mm -hmm. We ought to call that segment something like... What's going on with us now? That's the (laughs) update? You just got it? (laughs) I'm all about catchy titles. Yeah, you are. Maybe we can condense it down. I'll let you think of it. Don't have to come up with it right now. I'll let you think about it for later. But yes, that's our our update for where are we now? Hmm. Hmm. I like, where's Waldo? Mm-hmm. Where are the swingers? No. All right. Yeah, Anyways, we'll, we'll, we'll work, work on, on that it. offline. Yeah. <laughs> but we are so excited to start this. It's actually going to be a little bit of a series for uh, these next couple of episodes because this was a big transition period mm-hmm. in our lives. And like you, Tristan, was saying earlier on, this is the beginning of 2019 where we are in our journey. So hopefully you guys have all listened through the first 17 episodes. So that went through the end of 2018. And in 2019, I had to go up to Virginia where I'm from, I told you guys that before. And um, I was helping my mom pack up her house and move out of her house to move to Florida. And so I went up and I knew I had, uh, was planning on staying for 10 days. And Tristan said, hey, while you're gone, why don't you change your zip code, change our zip code on like our SLS and SDC profile and see about getting a date while you're up there. And I said, you mean like by myself? Mm-hmm. And he said, yeah. And now I've I've seen other people by myself before, Mm -hmm. but this was... But always after we had all three been together Mm -hmm. at least one, at least for a meet and greet, if not play. Right. So you had met everybody at some extent. Yeah, at least met them. Right. And so this was a new thought and I was worried, but I said, you know what? No, let's do it. Mm -hmm. Let's try it. So basically kind of moving into what some people would call a hot wife dynamic in that I am arranging my dates and taking over some of my own date stuff for myself. Mm -hmm. And in this particular case, you weren't even going to be in the same state with me. Right, right. (laughs) So I did that. It was, you were in complete control of your time and yeah, Yeah. and who you saw, when, whether, if, yeah. Yeah, so that was because I wasn't leaving until almost the end of the month. Uh, I did that, I don't know, maybe, I think I didn't do it very early on. I think like, maybe, maybe like a, a week. week. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I changed. And to be clear, it's, it's, change, it's not your zip code per se, but in SLS and SDC where we are, and you can just change the location where right. you're going to be. Right, yeah. So you put your location where you were. So I, I changed it to where I was going to be in Virginia and then wrote a little description. And it said that I have a hall pass. We're married couple, but that I was going to be up there for about a week. 
and that I had been granted a hall pass. And would anybody like to help me use my hall pass? And guess what? There, was a there, were, there were a lot that wanted to help you with your hall pass. <laughs> now, the other thing that's interesting, I don't know if it works this way on SDC, but on SLS, when you change your location, it's as if you're a new profile. And so you show up in the new profile section. Mm. So you are front and center on SLS. That's right. I don't know how it works on SDC. Those are the only two that we're on at this point. But so you got seen by a lot of men on SLS. Actually in couples too. Oh, that's true. Yeah. 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 It was really um, quite the barrage of replies. Yeah, it was full on. Yeah. And so I had to change it back Mm -hmm. after like three days because I couldn't even get to respond to all the messages. And I was really trying to respond to all the messages because people were, if they spent more than just, hey, I'll help you with your hall pass. Yeah, and we don't respond, or right. you don't respond to those. I don't respond to those. So, But many people wrote many nice, long messages, many gentlemen, and like I said, a couple, couple, a few couples. And so I had to respond to everybody. And I decided pretty quickly early on I, that I was not going to be comfortable playing with another couple hmm. because I still wasn't sure where I stand. And, I, you know, I'm women, women are not my main focus. And I didn't want to do that without you because mm-hmm. that just wasn't going to be comfortable. And I was comfortable playing with single guys by myself. So I, any couple that reached out, I very quickly decided that that wasn't going to work. But I also knew that this was very well thought out and organized, which is so not like me, as you all know. <laughs> <laughs> it is not at all like It you. is so not like, but this was important. Not that other things aren't important, but this was important. And so I knew I was going to be there for about 10 days. And I also knew that my way is I like to meet people beforehand. I very rarely will meet and play at the same time, especially at this point in our journey. I Mm. definitely was not going to do that, especially with some people I didn't know. This was not home and you were not going to be around anywhere. So I knew I had to pre-meet everybody. And my mom stays up super late, but she sleeps super late. So I knew I could meet anybody <laughs> I wanted for coffee. And my mother doesn't drink coffee either. So for me to go to Starbucks was not out of the realm of possibility. <laughs> so, so I would set up all these meet and greets at Starbucks. And some of these fabulous gentlemen had to work. And so I would have to show up to Starbucks at like seven o'clock in the morning to meet these guys to see if it would be something that, you know, we would want to connect with later for play date. And I did. I was like six thirty, seven o'clock in the morning. I'm like, I cannot believe I'm getting up this early to go meet dudes <laughs> <laughs> to see if I want to have a date with them. But clearly you were motivated. Clearly I yeah. was. I did it every single time. Because I've not known you to get up that early. For much of anything. Ever. Except when we were flying to New Orleans. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> There's the one exception, right? So that and, meet, and that and meeting all these SLS nice, guys yeah, and SDC guys for these, coffee. All these nice guys. So I knew that I'd be able to do that, and then I also knew that the reality was that staying with my mom, that I could come up with one night where I could tell her I met an old friend uh, because it's where I used to live. I grew up. And so I could tell her that I met an old friend and that we were going to go out for drinks. And I knew I could get away with that once. 
so I had one shot. Mm-hmm. So I had messaged back and forth with quite a few very lovely gentlemen. I had then kind of gone through those guys and anybody I was feeling connected with. Then we went to kick, so that was a little bit more um, intimate. Mm-hmm. And then from there, kind of whittled it down, <laughs> which sounds terrible, but it was so I had limited time. And so I picked five guys that I wanted to meet for coffee. Actually, I ended up meeting six or seven, but that's besides the mm-hmm. point. Yeah, that's it. we'll get into all that. But I originally had picked five guys to meet uh, for coffee. And so I did. And then I it happened to be actually the very first guy that he may have been one of the actual first even to reach out to begin with. I think he was. Yeah. Yeah. And so I get, we had chatted for a couple of weeks. We finally met at Starbucks and, and we had great chemistry. And all that chatting during the couple of weeks was just super fun. So I decided that I would play with him, that he would be my date. And then, though, we couldn't arrange the date for another week, like we couldn't go out. So I still continued actually to talk with a couple of the guys, but I had all, I had told them all that I really felt like I was only going to get one chance. I'd already met the person I was going to go out with. And that I really didn't think there was going to be an opportunity to see any of them again. And they were all lovely and wonderful. And they all said, just keep in touch while you're in town. And so I said, okay. So I was would message every once in a while. And they would check in, how's it going? How's the, you know, with your mom and stuff. And they were, again, just nice guys because I like nice guys. And so those are the ones that stayed around because mm-hmm. they were nice guys. And there were a few that I ended up not being able to meet and things like that. So I think the number was higher, but whatever. So I went out on my one date with this amazing man and we scheduled to meet i called you you of course were involved in Mm -hmm. and i I got i got updates every day yeah multiple updates yeah so i would i would text you and say okay i'm meeting so and so at starbucks (laughs) and you were asleep because it was stupid early in the morning to go meet people for a date and then i would text you when i got back from Starbucks, and mm-hmm. then I would tell you how the meeting went, and then I would I was keeping you posted yeah. of all the stuff that was going on. So, did I even give you? No, he he texted me. Yeah, he asked for yeah, your number, had, which was su- super cool and yeah. such a great single guy. He is an move. amazing I mean, man. Yeah, though, oh yeah, so. yeah, he really is. Yeah, and he knew I was out of town. I mean, he mm-hmm. knew he. I told him the whole story. Yeah. So. and he told you that he needed my information so that he could contact me directly. Right, and he did, and he sent me his address and you know he told me when you were going to be there mm-hmm. and he also texted me when you left i mean he's a, just an amazing guy yeah he is he's mm-hmm. an amazing guy so yeah a plus yeah. plus single guy right we all we did always say that we should have him write the cheat sheet for mm-hmm. single guys because yeah. he was yeah he was such a gentleman and such a so amazing and an amazing lover although I'm getting ahead of myself just a little bit. <laughs> I can see you're getting but excited. I know. It's because I love talking about him. So, in this particular evening. So, we, I show up. I had, te- I had also texted you his address where I was going to be. And, and he actually got a kick out of that because he said that was very smart of me because he could have texted you mm-hmm. the wrong. Ad- he was, that's how he was. He was like, right. I could have, I'm so glad you texted him. And um, because I could have given him the wrong address. And I'm like, yeah, I know. <laughs> <So> I- <laughs> 
But we had just a lovely evening. We had a couple glasses of wine. And now at this point in time, we've been chatting for three weeks and we met each other for coffee. And we spent like two and a half hours at coffee. And so it was, we were very, very comfortable with each other. So it did not take long for the clothes to come off. It was actually pretty fast. We had like, I think, I don't even think we got through a bottle of wine before we were going at it. And gosh, it was a great, a great night. I think that it was, he's a very powerful, passionate lover. It was so exciting because it was the first time I'd really done anything like this. You weren't there. And the whole energy of the whole event was just off the charts because he and I had really, really connected. So to get into the nitty gritty of it, he uh, basically had a few of his favorite toys and he went down on me and used some of his favorite toys, which I would highly also say his tongue and his mouth were definitely the number one and number two toy. <laughs> so an incredibly skilled at oral. Like also one of the things I said is that you need to get to make a tip sheet on this. <laughs> and so the thing that's always funny is like Tristan will always ask me, well, what did they do? You know, yeah, I want to do that too. And I'm like, I, I can't even tell you. I don't know. Because uh, if it's that good, the eyes are rolled up in the back of my head. Mm -hmm. And I am not paying attention to what they're doing. I just know it feels amazing and I'm having orgasms. So how that actually happens, don't know. But I did talk to him about that later because I was like... Oh, and so did I. Oh, we, did <laughs> oh yeah, we had a dialogue. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was so fucking amazing. Uh -huh. I like just orgasmed and orgasmed and orgasmed. It was amazing. Yeah, he made me come and come and come and come. And that was before he even had the sex. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that was even before the penis. <laughs> <laughs> so to say that I was turned on at that point in time, to say the least, was, uh, you know, I was a lot. Uh, incredibly turned on. It was incredibly hot. And we laughed and we talked. And then I went down on him. And he told me he enjoyed it very much. As a matter of fact, he told me I had to stop because he did not want to come. And so I said, okay, but if you have to keep going on me, who am I to tell you <laughs> no? <laughs> but I think at that point in time, we just started fucking. Again, just an amazing lover. And it was, it was very quickly, um, we were at lover status already because of so much fun that we'd had in the preceding weeks and, and just talking and communicating. So it was so fucking hot and steamy and just, and he is really good. Now, he been, he's been in the lifestyle for, do you remember? Was it like at least 10 years, yeah, if not yeah, longer? Yeah, I'm thinking longer than that. And very physical, but not aggressive. Mm -hmm. But like, he was fucking me and then like flipped me over to fuck me from behind and I'm not a tiny person. So it totally caught me off guard and he just basically flipped me right over. So that was really hot mm -hmm. for me because we had this connection and it, but it was caught me off guard and it was just the whole experience was just hot as fuck. And we fucked in so many different ways and positions that I hadn't tried before or that weren't familiar necessarily. And it was just, it was just, really really great i think did he take some pictures too he sent me pictures and video so yeah mm -hmm. because i had mentioned that mm -hmm. you would like that and i was very appreciative yeah 
So he is a class yeah, A very much guy, so. very much a class A guy. So my plan was, and he had asked me if I would like to spend the night. And I was before, this is before I even, you know, went on the date. And I was like, fuck yes, I want to spend the night. So my plan was, <laughs> here I am, I'm a grown ass woman. And I'm trying to come up with a story Cover to lie story to my mom. mother. <laughs> so sad but so true yeah, yeah. yeah. and so my it's not a judgment-free zone in your <laughs> no in your home no well yeah it's it, i mean she trusted that i was going out with her because i do have a lot of friends that still live in the area so that was not the issue but um but i really was just going to tell her that i got overserved yeah. and had to spend the night at my friend's house and so that was the plan until my mom texted me <laughs> At like one o'clock in the morning. So my plan was to text her at like one thirty and say we'd left the bar at because that is not uncommon for me to mm-hmm. leave a bar at one thirty or two o'clock in the morning. I tend to close them down and have since I was eighteen years old. And so That's my girl. Right. And so that was my plan. And my mom texted me at one o'clock in the morning saying um, when you get home, she had this whole thing about the dog was going to bark, so she was going to leave all the lights on and um, make sure to tell her when I got there. And and I could tell that she was the the tone of the text was like I really needed to to go back home. Uh, this is a very emotional time and selling the house and stuff. So I said, ah, fuck. Hmm. I have to go. So I was so disappointed because I think we only had a couple of rounds of sex and I wanted to (laughs) fuck that man all night long and in the morning and then go home and pretend like I'd been hungover. So I did not get to stay and I was very sad, but it was the right thing to do. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it was a really, really, really fucking hot time. So also on that on the trip up, I kind of I forgot the the beginning piece where I was driving up to Virginia. So we had we had talked about all this hot wifing stuff and how this was all going to work and and had spent a couple weeks um, figuring out and and what you know how what are they going to send you updates and all this stuff and we I would show you the guys that I was talking to and so it was really part of our journey together. But I had this long drive up to Virginia and so I had gotten the Ethical Slut book on audio. And we've talked about the Ethical Slut book before. And actually, I had told, someone had told me about it. I told Amber about it. Mm-hmm. She actually listened to, listened to it before I did, Tristan's girlfriend, Amber. She listened to it before I did. And she called me and she said, holy shit, you have to listen to this book because it just validates everything that we talk about because she and I talk about our journeys in the lifestyle. And so, I finally had time to sit and listen to the book when I was driving. The one thing I will tell you, the book on Audible, it's the second edition, and they have made updates. Um, so, it's probably better to read it now, but if you can't and you're in a pinch, the, the Audible is fine, but they've really updated it to be way more inclusive and diverse. So, I was listening to The Ethical Slut, and they really talked about the ethical piece of non, you know being non-monogamous. And how you want that as long, you know, that non-monogamy doesn't have to hurt people and as long as everybody knows about it and everybody's honest and open. Mm-hmm. And they talked about how to be very grateful um, that it, there's a, there's this actually section and I can't even remember where it is in the book, but they talk about how one of the authors talks about how she went to um, a bar and this guy actually, you know, I don't know if it's a guy or a girl, somebody hit her on her hit on her at the bar and she realized it would have been very easy just to say no and walk off 
but the the nice thing to do would be like that person found you attractive. Mm-hmm. That person found you attractive and interesting enough, or something inside of you spoke to them. And just because it didn't come back to you doesn't mean. I mean, that's a huge compliment. Right. And that was such. Obviously, it stuck with me because I don't even know where it is in the book, but I remember her telling the story and I can visualize that. And that made me totally think about the fact that these folks that had reached out to me to want to meet me, sure, it's about sex, but you can read a profile and know whether or not that's going to be interesting for you. And so it made me very grateful that there were people that were interested in, in me or us, you know, when I got home enough to um to reach out to us and it really changed my the way i look at kind of profile or messages Hmm. when they come in and now i kind of still try and even keep that in mind like even though the guy i don't answer the messages now that are just like hey hey or anything i mean we get that we've gotten all those various permutations of that between hey and you know a dissertation and most of them are lean to the hey side of the of the right. continuum which right we don't answer i yeah I, i've chosen not to because it also says in our profile yeah. but don't put some don't, thought in please yeah, yeah. don't lead don't send a one word message but for anybody who does put the effort in and even if i don't think there's going to be a connection it has changed my my attitude or my um not my attitude but my just my i'm just grateful that people are like wow she's got something enough that I would like to meet this person. Mm-hmm. So I always try and keep that in mind. And I learned that from the ethical slut. Many, 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 many lessons from the ethical slut. But that was one that, that stuck out um, as well. But just talking about the freedom of being able to be a slut. And it was like this door opened. Mm-hmm. And and Amber was right. It was permission to be okay with the fact that you want to have relationships with lots of other people. Sometimes it's just sex. Sometimes it's no no sex, but it's other people. But there may be, you know, whatever the romantic involvement is or interest and feelings. And it was just such a an amazing book to read at that moment to hear. Mm-hmm. Because here I am on this journey going to meet these people. And you can feel dirty about, like, I'm just going to meet these people to fuck them. Yeah, but we felt empowered. Right. You felt empowered. Absolutely. I also felt, because I was also listening to this at the same time, and we would talk about it on the phone. And this applies equally to men, because I consider myself to be a slut as well. Right. Well, really you are all, now. Well, I sure as fuck am. <laughs> For us, that just means that we're sexually empowered people who are in charge and in control of our own pleasure and our own lives. It's that simple. And not afraid. Yeah, exactly. To to go for it and have those experiences. Yeah. And that is really what has led us. I mean, that's it's talking about your truly authentic self. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And that was... And this is where we started, I think, this is where we started kind of seeing that path, that this is what we're really looking for, is, you know, who are we authentically and how can we live that authentic life? Right. And this is, I believe, the point in our journey where we started really focusing on that, which is when lots of things shifted for us. Yeah, I, I would agree with that mm-hmm. because we started giving each other permission to take ownership for ourselves. So, like you suggesting me to do this was also empowering to me. And you also had hall pass mm-hmm. while I was gone. I did. It was a little bit more guideline driven. Yeah, it was. It was. <laughs> 
But I, it was the really the hall pass was just let me know, right? And I would let you know anyways. But mine was a little bit like, no, you really need to ask if you can do it. Yeah, and, and then I did. yeah, and you did. Yeah, yeah, I did. yeah. I'm just saying, mine was you said to me, just go fuck and you know, tell me about it. Tell later. me about it if if you really can't even tell me about it beforehand. Tell mm-hmm. me about it later. I'm I'm not quite as open as that. <laughs> yep, I understand this. <laughs> And to this day, you know, I, I still have a lot of freedom. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But not more. It's not, well, I have way more freedom yeah, now than I did Yeah, you take what you want, though, now. Well, I do, yeah. yeah. But I, I also am very respectful of you, and, and I also try to give you advance notice. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, in this, you know, so here we were, this is, again, the beginning of 2019, and, and these, we're becoming aware mm-hmm. that this is something that was okay for us to think about, okay for us to talk about. We really were both very excited about it and had conversations about it and texts about it back and forth. And did you hear this piece? And that? So it was really this perfect timing and this perfect storm of I had listened to this book. We had talked about doing The Hot Wife, The Hall Pass for me, you know, which was, again, we kind of eventually realized that was a kind of a hot wife path. Uh, we talked about that. I drive up. I'm listening to Ethical Slut, which is like, hey, you have permission to fuck whoever you want to fuck because fucking feels great and just do it with honesty and openness mm-hmm. and authenticness. Responsibly and, and ethically. Right, and ethically. And But other than that, go forth and fuck. And I was like, holy shit, that's amazing. And then had all these gentlemen that had wanted to meet me to be able to have a relationship or just a fuck depending but either way it was all great so it really was this amazing perfect storm this amazing perfect time and if it had ended there it would have been (laughs) (laughs) it would have been fucking off the charts right fucking off the charts fucking off the charts yes yes yes. if i had if i had ended it with him that would have been it was just an amazing experience and you still have video and pictures too to commemorate it i looked at them the other day oh did you because you knew this was coming along and no. it made you rem- oh no not not for that reason just because oh. they're enjoyable pictures and videos that- <laughs> i don't watch pictures i don't yeah. watch. i don't watch them and i don't look at them every once in a while i'll accidentally see something but i don't watch it mm, i do but frequently do you yeah. oh yeah well that's yeah. good that's good i'm glad you find it entertaining i do you're my favorite porn star Always yay me that. yeah <laughs> yay <laughs> So, to make the story super fun. More fun. More fun than any new slut should ever have. <laughs> Fled, uh, let's say fledgling slut. Uh, fl- uh, yeah. That's hard to say. Yeah, I know. Let me let me redo that. Okay. We can edit. No. Okay. Fledgling slut. Fledgling slut. Fledgling that's slut. right. Yes. More fun than any fledgling slut should have. That's right. <laughs> Peter Piper picked a Packer Pepper Pickle. I'm not even going to try that one. <laughs> I don't have, I mean, I have pretty good oral skills, but not like you. So. Uh, oh, ooh, thank you. I'll take, no, I'm taking that as a compliment. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, good. Mm-hmm. So, this little fledgling slut, um, my plans changed, and my mom ended up needing a lot more help than I was originally anticipating. And I knew that I could not leave her after the 10 days, even though her furniture was now gone out of her house. And so, I told her, Actually, Tristan, you were the one that said you need to go fucking get your own hotel room. Well, and, and there, for a variety of reasons. Right. First of all, you were very unhappy and you were under a ton of stress. And well, every, yeah. t- every time I talked to you, you were miserable. Well, it was a stressful time. Yeah. And I yeah. said, go get a hotel. Just get away. You go and be and help your be the daughter and help your mother between the hours of, you know, whenever she woke up, noon <laughs> and six. And then you say, and then just set boundaries and say, you know what, mom, I'm helping you now, but the nights are mine and I need to 
to, I want, I need to be, I'm an independent woman and I need to be on my own. You know, Which I had to decompress. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And yeah. I know that you didn't give her that speech verbatim because that's what she needed to hear in a nice way. Right. And so I said to you, go get a hotel and just be by yourself. Right. And? And while if you're... You, and, <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. And if you think about it and you want to call any of those guys that you met. Go for it. Go for it. I'll help you to, to decompress even further. And I was like, what a great idea that is. Yeah. So I did. Your husband is brilliant. He, you are on so many levels. You are, you are. <laughs> yeah, like you, like see, I, my brain didn't even go in that direction, and you were like, "Go get a hotel room, call all those men. You'll be feeling better every day." Tell so, your mom you'll see her when you show up in the morning. <laughs> yeah, no, I was still there practically every morning before she, well, she could sleep so late. But yeah, so I did that, and I found a great rate at an amazing hotel, a very very nice hotel, because it was winter time and it's cold as fuck. And so it was uh, great. And I was able to contact the four or five gentlemen who still had been in touch with me on the off chance that my plans would change. Mm -hmm. And I said, you're not going to believe this. My plans have changed. And you're in luck. You are so in luck. And I was able to meet, have dates, and I had already met all of them, mm -hmm. which was awesome so we didn't even have to go through that whole process because we'd already all yeah, had, the date part was already out of the way right we'd already had coffee and so it was <laughs> amazing i think i stayed another 10 days mm -hmm. and i had a date nine out of the 10 days mm -hmm. yeah yeah, I think all but the last night. Maybe. Yeah, which and that's because you were leaving it, early the next day. No, it fell through. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. that was the guy that didn't show up. The dumbass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that was, and actually, that was the one guy that you did. You actually meet him in person? No. Okay. No, he was. Yeah, yeah he's he the was, one who he flaked on you. Yeah, he flaked on me, and so I thought eh, he'll probably flake anyways, and so I, yeah, made a date with him, and and he did. So dumbass. it was. Yeah, it was totally fine. <laughs> I, I was totally totally fine. It was uh, what the fuck. At that point, I was feeling like unstoppable. Mm -hmm. I was like super fucking woman <laughs> yeah you were yes i was and yeah you are yeah so really fast if we think about it um the amazing men that i met they like i said there was there was what four or five of them i think five or six total yeah because and then well some i got to see twice right oh and my first original buddy the a plus plus lover mm -hmm. i got to see him again too mm -hmm. that was awesome that I, was awesome i received video of that too <laughs> And actually, one of my other play partners sent you. Uh, yeah, he did. Yes, uh -huh. yes, because I mentioned that my husband enjoys video and pictures, and and I, that I'm terrible about remembering. Yeah, you are. That you like that. So, and then I met another amazing, amazing, amazing man that I had not met in my initial vetting of folks. This gentleman was on SDC and happened to just like our profile. And I looked at his location and his location was Virginia and Florida. And I'm like, well, I live in Florida and I'm in Virginia right now. So I wonder if I'm just going to approach him and just say, hey, thanks for liking our profile. Because he was a, a very attractive man. And uh, thanks for liking our profile. And I see that your location is Florida and Virginia, and I'm in both places, whatever. It turned out he was literally 15 miles away on a trip because he lives normally somewhere else in Virginia, was, but happened to be where I was for a business trip. And so he said, I, would you like to meet? And I said, fuck, yes, I will. And it was really interesting, though, because... Again, very well-versed in the lifestyle, an amazingly good-looking gentleman. And he 
told me, though, before we met that he doesn't play with most people that he meets. And so I think he was like setting the stage. Mm-hmm. And I, I said to him, that's fine. That doesn't, it doesn't bother me. I just love meeting people in the lifestyle. And we talk about it all the time that even if there's no chemistry, it's so fun to go out with lifestyle people. So that was totally, totally fine that that wasn't a guarantee. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, let's just go out and have a great time, have some drinks and talk about our crazy adventures. So, um, yeah, and those dates are just as fun sometimes. I mean, because you don't always oh, have yeah. you, you don't always have the chemistry. And for me, and I, and for you, we both require you know a level of chemistry and intimacy and connection in order to, to have sex mm-hmm. for the most part. I mean, you know, there are party exceptions, but for the most part, yeah, we we need to have that extra piece. Right. There needs to be a little bit more in order right. for us to go to the next step and have sex. Right. And so it's totally not uncommon mm-hmm. that that would be a thing. So I was like, oh yeah, that's totally fine like yeah let's just go and meet and have a great time and talk and whatever so he came and met me at my hotel and i don't think we had been together five minutes before it was very clear that there was some serious Mm -hmm. chemistry but we talked such deep conversations like i mean childhood stuff and just such amazing he's an amazing man and he asked me amazing questions and was just as interested in learning about me as i was about him and it was such a great back and forth it was just it was it like i said not even five minutes and we we were hot Mm -hmm. yeah it was oh god it was so fun (laughs) that was such a good trip And I've sub- subsequently met this man. He is a stunning man. Yeah, he yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's, and yeah, he's a, he's a really neat guy, but just a like a really, really amazing, but great he, looking man. He's great looking, but it's all part of his, his whole, whole package. Pre- yeah. yeah, his whole presence, yeah, yeah, his he persona. Has, he oozes right. it, his personality. He just draws people to him. Yeah. From just all of it. He's welcoming. He's open. He's, you know, oh, God, yeah. He's just amazing. So that was very awesome. But we did, we had snacks or appetizers or something and drinks. And then we, um, then he asked if he could come back to my room. And I was like, fuck, thank God. (laughs) Because, (laughs) hell yes. If not, I will probably kill myself trying to masturbate to death. After spending a night with uh, an evening, but so he came up to the room and we also had an amazing night, an amazing time. It was just such hot sex. You know, there's if you really think about it, there's only so many things you can do. But it that's why when you connect with somebody and it makes it so much more intense mm-hmm. because the nerves tingle a little bit more, the excitement's there a little bit more, the the breath on your neck makes the hair stand up on your on, on your neck a little bit more. It just has that intensity there yeah, when it's you, not just the physical act. Yeah. And that's what we talk about too. Like you talk about the party atmosphere too, when when that sexual energy, that vibe is there because there's a lot of people having sex, that's when that will kind of take over mm-hmm. for some of this personal intimacy. Right, right. Um, you can compensate for the yeah, personal intimacy. Yeah. So it isn't it that there was anything necessarily different because again, there's only so much that you can do. But it was just the two of us kind of coming together after having spending that time together and, and really connecting. God, it was just off the charts. It was just off the charts. It was so off the charts that I had been staying at the hotel. I think this was the third or fourth night. And I had entertained mm-hmm. the previous nights as well. And that night, and I'm not quiet. No, and you are not uh, I do try. I try to be aware, but I tend to get vocal when I am having orgasms. And so, someone came and pounded on the door. <laughs> 
And he like jumped out of bed and went to the door. And I'm thinking, what the fuck he's going to do? He's like naked. He's got a big old heart on. And he's just going to fling open the door. Because he like jumped and went very purposefully like he was going to open that door. So he like looks out there and he's like, there's nobody there. Because <laughs> they ran. They hauled ass and ran. And I thought, gosh, you know, I don't know why on that particular night that I got the door pounded on. It did happen one more time too. <laughs> During your stay. (laughs) Yeah. But I think it was because I think the earlier nights there hadn't been anybody around me. And I think now somebody had moved in next door. (laughs) (laughs) Oops. Sorry. So I did try and keep it down. But we laughed. We laughed really hard. And it it was great. It was one of those crazy ass things. I'm like, I didn't even know there was anybody else on this floor, let alone going to pound on our door that we were fucking so loud. So it was a nice compliment. Again, I'll take that as a compliment. Yeah. Well, you take everything as a compliment. I know. know. Yeah, I try to. Mm -hmm. I try to. So it was just the whole trip was amazing. And I had the amazing pleasure of seeing him again as well, because he had to go back home where he lived. And then, but had to be back the next week for the final bit of his work trip. And so, yay, me, I got to spend a second time with him. And that time he just showed up with a bottle of Jameson and said, I thought we'd share this in your room. And I'm like, I fucking love that. That's all we need. Skip, yeah, <laughs> yep, skip, skip all the date stuff. Yep, yep. There was no walking down the street to the bar. It was like, we're going to have the bar in your room, and we're going to spend hours and hours naked and having sex. And we slow danced, and we played each other's playlists on Spotify. And he kept telling me he, he gets up like super, super early, no matter what. And uh, he, he kept telling me he had to go, and he ended up staying like two hours later, the poor guy. Probably, I was surprised he would ever talk to me again because he had no sleep but he he was he had to leave he did i told him he could spend the night i was really hoping he would but he has to get up and be somewhere at like 5 a.m which is why he gets up at 4 a.m so anyways it was that was just fucking off the charts amazing and another gentleman that i had met at starbucks i got to see him twice as well and then my first friend that i met i saw him again like i said mm-hmm. and then a couple of people that i had met at starbucks but i couldn't connect with at the beginning uh, i got to see them each once and so yeah i was i had packed out my days yeah. it was just well, then there was that guy who came from another state yeah yeah well not i mean well, well the know, next state over yeah. but still he drove yeah, he did yeah <laughs> that's still you know it's only like that's a lot of effort yeah it's less than an hour so it's not like it you know it's as long as it takes us to get somewhere around here but you're right no it was i was very grateful mm-hmm. and honored again see this whole gratitude piece like and we had connected too. like he and i had chatted for a couple of weeks as well so it wasn't like he was just someone and so i didn't get the chance to meet him at starbucks but we'd actually talked on the phone because you know you don't want to have someone drive that far and see if you can connect and kick so we were had been able to talk on the phone but yeah yeah he came up that was actually a daytime fuck yeah oh yeah that was the day that. i fucked three guys in less than 24 yeah. hours because yeah yeah because yeah. the guy you were just talking about you finished up with at like 2 a.m yeah and then he had to wake up at four yeah so he left and then you met this guy the lunchtime of, yep the out-of-towner and then you had a, another a date, date that night that night yeah and you fucked him too yeah oh well, yeah yeah well yeah <laughs> duh <laughs> I just, got so, the, I just got the eye roll emoji over the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you did. So, that I, I think I took my fledgling slut hood mm-hmm. and... Elevated and, it to intermediate level? Uh, or? Yes, within ten, the first <laughs> yeah. 10 days. 
I think so. Don't you think? I think I that think qualifies. So. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, that qualifies. So it was just an amazing time. The whole thing was amazing. And it was, it really was awesome that it allowed me to have that freedom, totally explore myself get away from a very stressful situation so it probably was why the sex was even more intense with mm-hmm. all these guys because the whole thing was super exciting like you know I was doing something that was so new and different I was meeting all these fabulous men and I was under stress during the day so to release that stress at night probably yeah. in yeah. hindsight that I never really thought about that, that but that probably made it even more exciting because the sex was just fucking amazing with all of them and that's probably exactly what it was because I was just letting all that energy right. out so it was just the whole thing was crazy yeah. and, and wonderful and also in that time like I said you know you had permission you you had a couple of hall mm-hmm. pass dates I with um, not only with Amber, with Amber yeah. but with another woman that we had met and been with and played you had played with previously when I was around right it was part of an other couple at that point in time right right. yeah and we had a couple of hotel dates as a matter of fact i think that the guy that you were talking about the 2 a.m guy who had to get up at 4 a.m that night i spent the night in a hotel with amber and we and you and i at some point like we happened to be at breaks at the same time and you know you checked in (laughs) texting and i happened to be free and so we texted back and we were remarking about how cool it was that (laughs) we were in different states on dates on dates yeah hotels yeah yeah with our lovers it was really fucking hot it was that is pretty fucking hot. Yeah, 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 it was very hot. It was a great it fucked up time, but it was amazing, mm-hmm. and it was such an amazing part of my journey and, yeah. and yours as well. And so, what we decided to do, and we have a little bit more on on this particular story, but what we decided to do was, I said to Tristan, I would really, I don't want to talk about how I feel about this though. Like we shared all of our stories and things or updates with each other. But I, I knew Tristan was going to be okay with it. I was comfortable with that before I left. And I knew that was going to be okay. But I hadn't really checked in about, like, is this really, really okay? And I knew I would know if you were really struggling with it. But I wanted to be able to think for myself about what I really felt about that. And it ended up being over three-week period um, about how I really felt about that. And so I said, let's record, but let's record ourselves by ourselves and so i was going to record on my way home Mm -hmm. when i was driving home and i said you go record too before i get home and then we'll listen to each other's recordings and then we'll come together and record and and that's the first time we'll talk about what we heard on each other's recordings so that's what we did and so i had to drive back and i recorded a whole bunch of audio I decided, you know, I'm driving home, I'm listening to The Ethical Slut, and and I knew I couldn't make it the whole way. So I stopped at a hotel in Savannah. I stopped at the Embassy Suites in Savannah. So this is actually a piece of the audio from the day after, as I was driving all the way back to Florida, I recorded what happened that night. So I'm going to play this audio. Okay? Okay. All right, hold on. So last night, I drove to Savannah, and I spent the night at an Embassy Suites in Savannah, And I picked Embassy Suites because I thought I would be there in plenty of time to do happy hour. And I thought that that would be a fun place to be because normally it's crowded and there's happy hour and you can meet people. And so, but I didn't get there until like happy hour was ending, 7.30. So I literally walked in the door at 7.28 and the woman at the front desk was like, here, quick, run over there, get a drink. And Mike's the bartender and he'll tell you 
um, and tell him I, I sent you over there and he'll give you two drinks. But hurry up, you know, got to get over there. So I'm like hauled butt over to across the lobby. I'm like, my Constance told me you're going to hit, you know, you could hook me up with two drinks and whatever. So I sat at the bar next to this other gentleman um, who obviously had also just pulled in because his bag was sitting right there, his luggage. So Mike, the bartender, is like, well, what do you want? I'm like, I don't know, two things that are super strong. I don't, he's like, what kind of liquor do you like? I'm like, I don't care. Two things, whatever is just super strong. Make me two super strong drinks, <laughs> whatever you can make me. And so he made me like a tequila sunrise and then something else that he made with uh, bourbon. So the other guy that was sitting there, he's like, man, that's, those look good and whatnot. And then he, um, then his wife came and joined him. So the three of us were sitting in the bar chatting with Mike, the bartender, and we were all laughing, having a really good time. And so I asked Mike, the bartender, where is a good place to go, you know, for drinks after I get checked in? Because that place was dead. There was nobody there at 7.30 and the place was empty. So I asked Mike where I should go and he recommended a couple different places. And one place was this Molly McPherson's and it's basically across the, the street. So I'm like, well, that's perfect because... I can drive. It's like 0.4 miles away. He's like, literally, you could walk if you had to. And I was like, score. That is awesome. So I decided to go there to get something to eat and something to drink. So I go over there. And after chatting with this couple and stuff like that, and they're like, maybe we'll go too. And I'm like, well, maybe I'll see you there. And we all were chatting, having laughing and, and being silly and flirty. All, you know, everybody was being flirty. And we were, it was fun at the bar. So, anyway, so then I go, so I checked in, changed my shirt really fast. I had nothing. You know, only had very little to wear. Anyway, so I go over to Molly McPherson's, and there's a band playing, and you can't hear a thing. And so there, it's a bar, and there's a bunch of tables, and people sitting and eating and whatnot. And the bar was full. There were two seats away from the band and down at the other end. So I sat at the end of the bar next to this one gentleman and tried to chat with him a little bit. Yeah, we did. We chatted a little bit, but, you know, it was just, just chatting. I was, wasn't really looking for anyone or anything or whatever, you know, I'm in a bar. But I did see this guy at the end of the, the other end of the bar that was listening to the band and he looked like he was about my age and there was, the band was really young. Like, I don't even think they could have ordered alcoholic beverages, but they were really good. But the, ta- the, the restaurant was kind of a mix of people, you know, people, older ages, younger kids were at the bar. And so... You know, it was just, it was a very different vibe, but it was a lot of fun. But anyway, so there was this, the guy at the end of the bar and I thought, you know what, I'm going to buy him a drink and I'm just gonna, I, 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 he was at the opposite end of the bar and I just thought, you know what, I don't, I'm not going to try and do anything or whatever, but how fun would it be to buy someone a drink? And he was clearly by himself. And there's a woman that was standing like two chairs over for him that was trying to engage him in conversation, but he, he wouldn't engage with her. He did a little bit, but I could tell that she really wanted a little bit more attention and he wasn't really talking to her, but he would turn and look at me like a lot. So, um, and I like gave him a head nod at one point in time, but he didn't see it. So, um, must not have been a very good head nod (laughs) or he wasn't looking at me. But he would look down at my end of the bar quite a bit. So I was decided to leave. I was checking. No, before I started to check out, I told the bartender to put one of his drinks on my tab. And so she did, but they, she didn't tell him. And he didn't order another drink. Um, and I didn't want to send him another drink because he'd already, I didn't know how many he'd already had. I just wanted to buy one. So I, I asked her, did she put one of his drinks on my bar, on my tab? And she said, yes. And I said, okay. So, um, 
the band, luckily, and I couldn't go talk to him while the band was playing because the band, he was literally sitting next to the speaker. And I'm like, I can't go and talk to this guy. So the band, and they never took a break. They never stopped in between songs. They, they were really good. So finally, I went to the restroom and I came back and they had stopped playing. They were taking a break. So I grabbed my drink and I went down to the end of the bar and I said to him, I said, hi, I wanted to let you know that I bought you a drink or I paid for one of your drinks. And he said, you did? And I said, yeah. And um, I said, I feel like it's, I think that everybody should have a stranger in a bar, buy them a drink. So I wanted to treat you to a drink. And he said, wow, that was you know, really nice. And he said, my name's and I said, I'm he said, are you from around here? And I said, no. And, or actually, um, he's like, I just moved here. I'm from Tennessee. And I said, Oh, when did you just move here? And he said, July. And so we chatted a little bit and he, and I said, well, I just wanted to treat you to a drink and take care, whatever. And he said, well, I'm sure I'll see you again. And I said, no, you won't because I don't live here. And he said, you don't. And I said, no, I'm just passing through. And just came here for dinner and drinks and um and like I said I just wanted to treat you to a drink and he was like okay and I said so you have a great evening and it was nice talking to you you enjoy yourself and he said okay and so um that was it so I went and finished paying my tab I was leave, decided to leave and then actually a whole bunch of older men finally people my age were coming in the door and I was like nah it's you know it's 10 30 I'm done I need to go back and get to bed. And I felt really good about having bought him a drink. And I thought that was really cool. And I thought that was a, that would be a fun, it's a fun compliment when a stranger in a bar buys you a drink. And of course, in my mind, I'm thinking when a mysterious, sexy stranger buys you a drink, that's even better. So I was hoping that he would agree that that was something that was really cool. So I had even texted that I had not picked anybody up, not, or I I told him I bought a a stranger a drink, but I told I was not picking anybody up and taking anybody home, but I had bought this guy a drink because everybody should have a stranger buy them a bar, a drink in a bar. So I was texting, I thought I was texting, but I, this morning I realized I was texting, I was actually texting because she had messaged that she was sending me sexy vibes. And so I'm like, well, that's great. But you know, I, I'm not going to pick up or, or hook up, but I just, but I did buy this gentleman a drink. And so, um, as I'm texting, as I'm typing my text to her, I hear somebody out my car door window talking and I look up and it's him and he's at the car. He's parked right next to me. And I rolled down my window and he's like, I just, I want to thank you one more time for getting me a drink. And I'm like, are you parked right next to me? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, well, that's really funny. And he said, well, I was going to come back and I was going to come and thank, thank you again for my drink, but you were gone. And I said, oh, well, I said, I'm going, I, my hotel is like right across the street at the embassy suites. That's where I'm staying. And I said, do you want to go back to the hotel bar? And he's like, sure, we could be able to talk a little bit more. And I said, okay. <laughs> so I took him back to the hotel bar and there was nobody there, not a soul, except for my good buddy, Mike, the bartender. And so I said, Mike, this is where do you think I met him? And he said at Molly McPherson's. And I said, that's right. Cause you told me to go there. So we sat and chatted for a while at the bar and he talked about, he didn't know very many people in Savannah and he hadn't, he, I think he had dated, he moved to Savannah because he had gotten divorced. And so that was kind of tough. And, but he had left all the family and stuff back in Tennessee cause he needed, but he needed to have a break. And he's like, I don't know if you've ever been divorced or not. And I said, no. And he said, you're, you haven't. And I said, no, I said, um, still 
I'm still married. And he said, well, I, I saw your wedding ring on. And I had taken off my my engagement. I just had my diamond band on. So I said, oh, yeah. And, um, and so he kind of was looking at me like, why are you buying men drinks in a bar? <laughs> I said, well, my husband and I have an open marriage. And he's my life partner. But we date other people. And he was blown away. And he's like, really? And I said, yeah. So that's how I prefaced it. I didn't want to tell him about, I, I, then I worked into the fact that we actually often play together and things like that. So I, I kind of did it more as an open relationship and then we morphed it into swinging and how we are with other people and things like that. So it was really interesting. And he was very surprised and had a lot of questions about how all that worked and um, how interesting that was and, and stuff. And so we talked for about an hour and then Mike, the bartender, was closing down the bar. And so I said, well, I'm going to go use the restroom. And um, he said him too. And then he came back and apparently he paid our bar bill. I didn't realize that he had. So I grabbed my wallet and, and I went up to the bartender. I just kept on walking and I said, I'll be right back. And so I said, I got to cash this out. And he said, no, he already did. And I said, oh, really? Oh, that's so nice. So I went back and we sat down for a few minutes and I said, do you want to go up to my room? And he said, yeah, I do. And I said, all right. So we went up and we were leaving and I said, thank you for, for buying my drink. And I said, I was going to pay for those. And and uh, he said, well, he, he being the bartender, he told me to take good care of you. And I said, what? And he said, well, he said that the bartender had said that she's a really nice lady and you need to take good care of her. And I thought that was like the sweetest thing of Mike, the bartender to say, like, that was so sweet. Like he clearly knew, obviously I was picking up this dude, <laughs> taking him back to fuck him. But I just was so touched by that. And then that was really nice of my date to tell me that the bartender had said that about me so I thought that was really 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 sweet so anyway so we go back up to the we go up to my room we start making out and um he's like ready he's stripping down he's pulling off my clothes <laughs> it was really fun and um it was really fun it was really hot and it was really crazy and I'm thinking I cannot believe I picked up a guy in a bar and brought him home I really wasn't planning on doing that I just wanted I just bought him a drink and here I am in my hotel room with him and it was really fun and funny and hot and so he went down on me and he also did a, an excellent job of going down on me and I came many times and got him very wet as well and he was like oh I love that and um, I said well that's good because that's what I did but bless his heart so when it came time and I went down on him he was as soft as soft could get and so I think he was terrified and not only that it had been a while and not only that I'm sure he's thinking holy shit she's with all these guys because I talked about the fact that we have a lot of I have a lot of lovers and so I was going down on him and he's like I've had too much to drink and I'm like that's all right but does it feel good and he's like yeah it feels great so I just kept going so finally he, he started to get hard and um so I was like all right that is awesome it's like so fine and then he's getting harder and harder and harder and I'm like all right good deal so I really just wanted him, I didn't think he was going to be able to fuck me, but I'm like, I really just thought if I can give him, give him a blowjob and let him come out of my mouth. So he's getting harder and harder. And I can tell he's reached over and he's grabbed the condom and I can hear it. He's opening it, you know, so he's, he's ready. And so I said, do you want to, so I'm still going down on him. He's nice and hard. And I said, do you want to come in my mouth or do you want to fuck me? And he said, I want to fuck you. And I said, all right. So I kept going just a little bit longer and he totally fucking lost his erection. Like it went 
wet instantly. He didn't even try to put the condom on. He lost it so fast. And so I'm sure it's because I said something, you know, I'm just even talking, you know, and, and then thinking about it for two seconds about, oh my God, I'm going to fuck her or whatever's going to happen. And he, yeah, he totally lost his erection. <laughs> so... So he was like, oh man. And I said, that is no problem at all. And so, yeah, it was awkward. And uh, <laughs> so I was disappointed for him because that would have been a really cool way to kind of end the evening where you get to then fuck the stranger. So I just stopped and, and you know, kissed. We kissed a little bit more and things. And then, um, and then we were talking. And I said something about, and it dawned on me, I'm like, you don't remember my name. And he's like, mm, Karen. And I'm like, nope. He's like, Kathy. And I said, nope. And I said, I am so not telling you my name because that just makes it even better. Like this woman in a bar buys you a drink, takes you back to her hotel, uh, has, you know, sex with you and you never are going to know my name. <laughs> so he didn't say, no, no, tell me your name. I think he was like, yeah, that is pretty fucking hot. So, um, so I never told him my name, but he knew the name because we talked a lot about, you know, our lives together and my husband and blah, 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 blah. So I'm like, he knows, but he doesn't know my name. It was awesome. 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 Just a nice guy. And I thought that was hysterical and I hope he enjoys it and was as flattered by it as he should have been because it was a, it was a good time. So that was just bizarre. That was really, really bizarre, but it was awesome and it was really fun. And that was a first for me in a really, really long time. Like texted that night and he's like wow you you know taking somebody home from a bar and never done that before and out of your comfort zone I'm like well I've done it before you know when I was younger but there's definitely a difference you know when I was younger and at bars and things you're trying to or I you know in those days I was coming from a place of wanting my own validation of wanting it and it was kind of a a way a minute to kind of have a reflection for myself about what that meant, especially having listened to more of the ethical slut book in the car yesterday. You know, when I was younger and I would go to a bar and I would pick somebody up is because I wanted to feel validated. I wanted to, I would work hard to flirt with somebody because I knew I could have sex with them, but it was validating to me. This time with him, it was not at all about validating me or who I was. It was about me wanting to have pleasure and wanting to be pleasured and allowing him to pleasure me and for me to pleasure him. And so it was, it's coming from a totally different area, a totally different vibe, a totally different stand. It, it was my both times when I was younger or now, it was my decision, but before it was from not desperation, but from coming from a place of not a healthy emotion, not um, from a place of, of wanting and feeling insecure. So that was a way to be secure. And this was not like that at all. It was such a, you know, it's, I am this woman and I will, I, if I do, I will take you home and fuck you or not. I don't know. It was just, it's a totally, totally, totally different place. And I think the desperation versus control or versus my desire for my own self, not 
it, you know, it's just a desperation, like I said, is a bad word, but wanting, needing to be needed so much. And that's not what I need anymore. I don't need to be needed. I, I, that comes with age and wisdom and ethical sluthoodness and all that kind of stuff. But it was just such a totally, totally different experience. And then when she said, you know, something about doing something I hadn't done before, I'm like, no, I'd done it before, but it was definitely coming from a different place. And it feels really, 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 really good and really sexy and really from a high vibe, high sex vibe place in my journey, in my personality. So it was really, really amazing in that sense. And I would totally do it again. So, yep, I would totally do it again. <laughs> yeah, I haven't heard that in a long time. Yeah, I know. Like a year and a half. Yeah. Yeah, that was fucking hot. I know. And for me, the hottest part of that is at the very end, <laughs> when you talk about your empowerment mm -hmm. and the motivation behind that, as opposed to the motivation behind you picking men up in bars in your 20s mm -hmm. before we met. And it's um, that's amazing. This was such an empowering time for you. And you were you've always been an empowered woman that's what's always mm -hmm. that's why i fell in love with you in the first mm -hmm. place oh thanks honey. and but you just really found your stride and found your power in this three or four week period yeah you, you were different when you came back and it was exciting as fuck <laughs> it was it was um i i don't i, I reclaimed my yeah, power. that's a great way to say yeah, it. Yeah, rediscovered it and reclaimed it. Because you're right, I have always been incredibly powerful mm -hmm. in, in the sense of um, not afraid to take on challenges and do things. But listening to myself talk about that was... I'm so grateful we have these recordings because mm -hmm. you can't recreate that shit. Yeah. You know, that that happened 12 hours earlier. Right. Where that Two whole, years ago, 12 hours. Yeah, in. but I'm saying, but I'm saying, you know, I recorded right, exactly. 12 hours. That was real time how you were feeling in that moment. Yeah. And so that's exactly what I was feeling. And that has definitely continued on. But yeah, it's, it's totally from a different place. For instance, even this past week when I was in Orlando working with a whole bunch of people, it was the first time in a very long time that I'd been with a bunch of people. And I found myself so energized by that. And just, I, I knew I was walking differently and projecting myself mm -hmm. differently because I was feeding off of other people, very strong, also smart, fabulous, and intellectual people who are so creative. And so it just fed all of that. And it was a very similar feeling like you're, because we've been shut down for a year and a half. Mm -hmm. And it's nice to feel that power come back again. Yeah. And it, yeah, I, I loved hearing myself say that because that's exactly how it was. Yeah, absolutely. And it's perfect because it now that's going to lead into what we're going to talk about next time where we actually now going to listen to the rest of that recording mm -hmm. on my end where I'm now going to talk about what my feelings were and how I experienced that three-week period discovering my sledhood. Yeah. Embracing my sledhood. I knew it was there. I'd already right, right. discovered but I'm totally embracing it and that empowerment. So we're going to talk about that next time. And then you're going to talk a little bit about yours, if I can clean up the audio, because it was really bad. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I can get it good enough to even get a couple of snippets. But then when we both come together and talk about it, it's a really awesome recording as well, talking about what happened for the both of us and how we grew and changed at, mm -hmm. at that point in time. So we're going to do that next, next time. time. So, uh, but we'll record that sooner than later. So we're back. We'll be back on it on an every two to three week schedule now that my project has ended. So yay. <laughs>
<laughs> we'll get that done. But yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this. This is such a pivotal time for us. And we've been really looking forward to hitting this milestone because it changed this whole experience for me. It was so fucking hot. And it was so awesome. And Tristan loved it too. And it was just really even more of the foundation of where our journey has taken us so far yeah absolutely yeah so that's really cool yeah so that's it until episode 19 you're gonna have to come back to hear the actual all the other parts of the stories but it was so true i never will see that man ever again <laughs> and it was my best thing ever that he never remembered my name and that i just laughed so hard it was it was truly the best thing ever and now actually i loved that i did that i try and do that often i did that in orlando Mm-hmm. Yeah, I bought a guy a drink at a bar. So I just love doing that now. Nothing, There's nothing to it. It's just like, you know, hey, um, put one of those on my bill. Right. And um, and, my, and I did that. I did it a couple of weeks ago, too. But, um, but I love doing that. So that's it for us this time. Do you have anything else to add? I have nothing more to add. I know. This was me talking like nothing the entire further. time. But this is your story. It, I mean, yeah. it's our story. This is all our story. But, you know, this is really more about you in, in this period. You were really developing. Right. Well, you weren't there. Mm-hmm. I did well, yeah. I was texting you. Yeah. And talking to you. I got a second hand. Yeah. I was having my own fun, uh, but you yeah. know, but but your this was more important. You know, what, yeah. what was going on with you was more important. Well, you got photographic and video evidence I of did. my journey. So I think that's yeah, pretty I fucking did. good. Yeah. Yeah. As mentioned, I <laughs> still look at it. <laughs> Well, anyways, that's it for us for this time. Of course, you guys can always find us um, on our website, AccidentalSwingers.com. Instagram is uh, at AccidentalSwingers or... I'm at Marina's Tristan. Yeah. On Instagram. And actually, after the last episode, (laughs) when I mentioned something about my Instagram account being a lonely place... You picked up quite a few followers. I doubled my followers. Yeah. Yeah. So So if you guys want to throw Tristan some love. Yeah. um, I love the love. Yeah. Look him up at uh, his his handles at Marina's Tristan. Yeah. No apostrophe. Just Marina's Tristan. Yeah. So you can uh, show show Tristan some love. Follow us too. The main account is the Accidental (laughs) Swingers. But um, but you can follow us too. And on Twitter. Actually on Twitter we're at Marina underscore Tristan because that's how it worked out. So we're there as well. And um, like we said we'll be putting information about our after party. If you want to hear the stories about what happened at Caliente and at the first house party that we went to. And we went to our local dungeon to support them because they had just opened up from COVID. So... Um, it was a very low-key, uh, fun, but it was fun night. Mm-hmm. So we talk about that. Yes, and it was. from now on, we'll be revisiting all of our um, weekly shenanigans in a weekly wrap-up. And that will be the after-party content. So it'll be there for everybody. And again, it's our way of saying thank you for supporting us. Thank you for supporting and hearing and like and letting us know that you like what you hear. We get so many compliments and please reach out to us. The other thing too that we're going to start doing is um, especially within the community and then the folks who are in the after party group, we will be starting to collect some stories from you all. And every once in a while, we're going to feature a, a listener story and your accidental stories. Yeah. And we had kind of kicked that idea around before, mm-hmm. but then over the weekend in Caliente that the, the folks in the next cabana over told us the most amazing origin story. <laughs> It was fucking hysterical, and I did not. I dropped the ball. I did not get their contact contact information because oh. I would love. And I did tell them about the podcast, yeah. and, and, but um, I did not get their information. And I kicked myself later because, like, oh, that would they would be awesome to talk yeah, to. They had a it kick was a great ass. Yeah. story. They yeah. had a very kick ass. Like yeah. fuck up. Oh my god. Uh-huh. Uh, 
my so way. So if you're listening, you know who you are <laughs> yeah. and reach out to us on the, you know, on our, yeah. in, in wherever, you know, on our website, uh, through Instagram. Yeah. And yeah, we'd love to, to talk with you. <laughs> <laughs> we'd love to get you on the, on the podcast to tell your yeah. story. So Cab- um, Cabana nine at Caliente on yeah. Saturday, you know who you are. <laughs> That's right. So, yeah, so we're going to start doing that, too. We think that would be really fun. And if, if nothing else, they'll go in the bonus content mm-hmm. area But um, for everybody else to listen to. So, uh, but it should be really fun. And then there was one more thing. Oh, the um, we're on the countdown. We're on the final countdown to Naughty New Orleans. Yes, we are. Holy shit. It's two months away. Yeah. So, here's what's going to happen. If you are a listener and you are attending Naughty this year, we're going to meet you. So... What we're going to do first is we're going to start a group of Accidental Swingers listeners who are going to Naughty New Orleans. So if you're going, please, uh, I'm going to have to figure out, you're going to have to send me an email um, from of our from our website, or you're going to send marina at accidentalswingers.com. M-Y. M-Y-R-I-N-A, yep, yep. And send me an email and let me know that you're going. And we are going to ask for some type of proof that you're going. And the only reason we're doing that is not to exclude the people that aren't going, but it's because we really, truly want people that we're, everybody wants to meet people that are going to be able to, to, that they're going to be able to see in two months. And so then we're going to open up the group probably for every event that we have. We'll do different groups. So we'll do a pod bash event for anybody who's listening that is going to pod bash as we are. Uh, we'll open up and have a, about six weeks or so before the event. We'll we'll create a group, and it's just super fun to get to know people who are also going to be there. So that when you show up, the whole reason is so that when you show up, you have people to talk to. Yes, you're not alone. We're all there together. Let's all get together and talk about our stories and just share some laughs, share some drinks, and have a good time. And that's what it's all about. Mm-hmm. So um, so we'll be opening that up, too. So if you're going to Naughty and you're obviously a listener, shoot me an email, Marina at Accidental Swingers, and I'm going to get you on the list and we'll get you in the group. And I cannot wait. So we're kicking that off next week. Yeah. So yay, yay. which will be probably by the time this podcast actually gets edited and aired, it'll be up and running. So send us your info and we'll see you there. Awesome. I can't wait. I know. All right. Well, that's it for us tonight. And we'll see you in a couple of weeks with episode 19. Awesome. All right. Good night, Bye. everybody. Good night. Love this episode of The Accidental Swingers? Pop on over to your favorite podcast platform and subscribe to our show. And while you're there, you can leave us a review. You can also visit our website, accidentalswingers.com, to get show notes, read our blog, or find out about our next adventure. Join us next time and listen along as we bumble our way through this adventure that we call The Lifestyle.